You're listening to Church Unplugged, the podcast of Christ Community Chapel. In each episode, we look at questions and topics that are related to our faith in Jesus and the way that it plays out in our everyday lives. In this episode, we're going to discuss counseling. So mental health has taken an increasingly prevalent role as we've navigated through the pandemic. And one thing that might be interesting to know is that all four members of the leadership team, the people who are on this podcast, are all in counseling for one reason or another. But uh, what has happened in the past is that at times within Christianity, there's been a stigma attached to counseling. So we felt it would be good to have a discussion about counseling, its benefits, and how Jesus can use it to shape us and, and mold us more into his image. And along with, with that, what I'd like to say is, uh, as you listen to this episode, if you begin to sense, you know what, I actually think I could use some help, or if you just know you need help, what I'd say is go to ccchapel.com, click on Next Steps. Our care team is ready and waiting uh, to help you to figure out what your next step is or how we can help you. But welcome in to Church Unplugged. Welcome into Church Unplugged. I'm Jimmy Cozy, part of the leadership team here at CCC. I've got the rest of our leadership team, Joe Coffey, our lead pastor, Zach Wyrock, and Stacey DiNardo. And our topic today is counseling. So counseling historically has had somewhat of a stigma within Christianity, for good or for bad, uh, and there probably aren't really good reasons. But uh, something that would be good to know is that actually all four of us are in counseling, not together, but separately, individually uh, in counseling. And so I uh, just felt like it might be an important discussion to have to help uh, maybe you as you think through how can I process the events that are going on in my life, even thinking where we're at as a society, you know, heading to the toward the latter parts of a pandemic where there's been uh, people have really struggled at times with mental health and uh, what role has counseling played for each of us and, and how has it been such a, a helpful thing. So that's kind of our starting point. So maybe a, a good way to to move from there would be just to talk about, for each of us, talk about some of the things that we have uh, learned about ourselves through counseling and maybe some of the ways that God has used it to shape us and mold us more into the person that he created us to be. All right, let me go ahead and start. Um, you know, my wife is a licensed professional counselor, but uh, I would be one that uh, has resisted uh, counseling just because uh, I felt like I was okay and... Uh, Maybe if you are listening, you might know that the last you know, four years at the church has been uh, challenging in a lot of different ways. And the people around this table, uh, the leadership team, have been uh, borne the brunt of that. And uh, my wife finally convinced me to talk to somebody, and, uh, went, and I found it so helpful that I came back to the leadership team, and I ended up saying, I want everybody here to go into counseling just because I want to make sure that everybody's just processing the pressure and the the pain, the hurt, uh, different things that, that you have gone through in a, in a positive a way, in a helpful way. And so I'm the one who ended up saying to everybody, if I'm going to do this, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> everybody's going to do it. it. So, uh, but I'm really grateful that, that I have. And uh, I'll let somebody else talk right now and I'll, talk later about what it's done for me. Yeah, I think for me, when I think about counseling, uh, so I actually began counseling with a pretty extensive uh, starting point, um, you know, a couple days of solid counseling, and you guys were all in the room. And I think I, one of the ways counseling has been helpful is helping me to be honest with uh, my own story, you, you know, just like, I would have said going into counseling, I'm not a very introspective person. I don't look backwards. Uh, but I now can say that that's because 
you know, there were some difficult things I didn't want to think about or didn't want to. And, you know, I remember being in, in the room with you guys and just sometimes seeing your faces when I was talking about something and, and your face not corresponding with how I thought the story was, and you know, and just like how eye opening that was to be like, Oh, I don't think I really understand, uh, you know, some of the things that I've been through. And, and so, uh, you know, it's interesting. I, I don't know if I w- was resistant to counseling as much as almost feeling like I didn't need it. Yeah. And, and I really did not kind of did like I really did. So, and do. So, uh, that's what's, that's, what's always uh, surprising. That was surprising to me too. When I talked to a counselor and I actually did it through over zoom, which a lot of us have had to do. But, um, you know, I remember the first time I talked with her, it was like, uh, yeah. Uh, and at the end she said, okay, Joe. So if, uh, sometime you, uh, can't get out of bed, just give me a call. And I was going, wait, what? What, <laughs> what do you mean? What, what are you saying? And what she was trying to tell me is that uh, y- you are thinner than you think you are. You know, you, your strength is not. And and sometimes one of the things that a, a good counselor can do is see things that you can't see. And even uh, see things that uh, people who love you can't can't see or can't help you. Uh, it's almost like going to uh, well, it is very much like going to a doctor who knows what to look for and is able to do that. But you know, for us, the, for those of us who who were a part of Zach's uh, intensive, uh, it was a pretty profound experience. One that he would invite us in uh, and and then uh, to help process with him or to watch him uh, process. Uh, all that he processed, but that you know, and I had uh, warned. I knew enough about counseling to kind of say, "Are you sure you want other people in the room?" Because this is what my counselor said to me, and you could, uh, you know, end up sobbing. And and Zach said, "No, this is the kind of man I, I want to be—a different man than I am right now." Which was uh, that is the goal, I think, of all of us uh, in heading to counseling. But to be a I different that, person than yeah, I was. I thought that was yeah, awesome. To be a different yeah, person than, <laughs> be a different person than Zach. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I can share mine. I I would resonate with saying I'm not sure I was resistant, but I didn't think I needed it. And I thought I can handle this on my own. I've got my relationship with Jesus. We're good to go. Um, I wish I hadn't waited nearly as long as I had because it's been so extremely helpful. Vulnerability moment. I can say my first two sessions, I think I cried almost the whole time through them. <laughs> and again, like unpacking just having someone, um, in this case a biblical counselor, who is able to kind of see things and identify things and ask me questions that is bringing out stuff that I didn't even really realize was there. Benefits and ways that it's really helped me. Um, number one, I actually would say like it's it's really helped my relationship with the Lord. I realized there were, I'm learning still, but um, some of my own tendencies to kind of push down and just think about trying to help other people (laughs) has resulted in me not really having an intimacy with the Lord that I can have if I was really bringing before him my own hurts and my things that I am hurting from. Um, So that is good. Um, Number two, though, I would just say, and, and even in my role at the church, I've had so many moments where I've been talking with other staff members and been better at asking them questions about what's going on inside of them or being able to identify uh, 
maybe even similarities or thinking that like, wait a minute, there's more here that we can, like, how can we support you better? Yes, I just had lunch with a staff member today and we we ended up first half an hour, we didn't even get to the agenda. We were just yeah. talking about and things that are going, he's thinking and processing. And I wouldn't have been able to do that before counseling. Uh, yeah, for me, I think, uh, you know, it's been, it's been really good. Uh, I was also resistant to it. Uh, my wife for a while has, had been saying, Hey, I think you ought to consider talking to somebody. And, uh, I, for a while had been saying, I don't think I ought to consider talking to somebody. I'm fine. <laughs> 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 Which, yeah, you agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. We'll agree to disagree, but I'm right. So, um, uh, but I think like, uh, you know, it's helped me in a few ways. I think one is to help me help give me language to my emotions. Like I feel like uh, I am not. Uh, it's not that I'm not highly emotional because I think everybody is emotional, and I like to say I'm not emotional, but I don't think that's actually true. I just don't necessarily know how to express what I'm feeling, and so uh, I think in that regard, it's been helpful to um, talk to a person who's able to kind of draw out. Uh, how I'm actually feeling about things I'm experiencing or things I've experienced and help me to process through those feelings and legitimize and validate those feelings and help me to uh, just be a little bit more in touch with with what I am feeling so that I can uh, be healthier. I think uh, in addition to that, I I didn't expect it to be so action-oriented, which mine has been, you know? Uh, I kind of expected... Explain it. what you mean. So, like, my counselor has been pushing me to do things. He's like, you need to have this conversation. Like, you're you're hurting. You're going to hurt until you have this conversation. And so... Which has been helpful uh, for you because it feels less well, like... Because I would have not made the connection between, yeah. like, having to have certain conversations and the fact that, you know, I get in a bad mood and I can't explain why, you know? Uh, so I think... Uh, that's something that was kind of an unexpected and I think pleasant surprise because I think one of my hesitancies going into counseling was like uh, that I don't necessarily want to just sit around and talk to somebody and and then get to the end of the session and feel like, okay, well. Well, now what? Uh, no, what you just said is really important because I feel like I'm equipped for life in a way that I wasn't. That I wasn't. Yeah. You know, Monday, uh, Amy was saying to me, why are you so down? And I was able to say, and this sounds so simple, but it's a revolution for me. I was able to go, I'm not down. I'm anxious. I'm anxious about this meeting I have yeah. tomorrow. I'm not down. I'm not just in a funk. I, this is how I'm feeling. And she was like, great, let's talk about that. Like, what, you know, what is it you're afraid of? And so we were able, or last night, uh, she had done something to hurt my feelings. And I was able to uh, articulate exactly why and in some ways to help. You know, she was being a little defensive and I was able to say, Hey, in the past, I've let you excuse this, and but the thing is, we don't leave, and and, and we're not closer, mm, right? Yeah. I, I just kind of wall off because so this is painful, but it I'm doing. I want to have this conversation because I want us want to be close yeah. when when mm-hmm. we leave, and those are like I don't know. Some days I feel like I'm making no progress or even regressing, and then some days I, I'm able to be like, oh, look, I can talk about things that I couldn't talk about before, but. In those moments, those moments are very satisfying. Yeah, I think for me, in a, you know, in that same vein, it's allowed me to uh, have a little bit better understanding of myself in the sense of why uh, I am in a bad mood. And you know, like that, there was on Sunday is a good example. Just a few days ago, I was in a weird mood in the afternoon. And uh, I just, you know, in the past, it would just kind of be like, well, I don't know. I can't explain it. Uh, (laughs) You try to explain it. Uh, But I think like I was able to kind of process through and snap out of it that I had 
you know, I was overthinking something uh, that had taken place earlier in the day and I was catastrophizing based yeah. on it and thinking like, what's going to happen next? And, uh, you know, kind of ha- if I had not been meeting with a counselor who, who had taken me through that process with some of other feelings that I'd had, I feel like I might not have been equipped in that moment. And I would have just stayed in that funk yeah. a little bit longer. And that's another huge thing that you're saying, because, you know, we're all the time saying, because you just said, if I hadn't engaged a counselor, I wouldn't have been able, you're always saying the Christian life is, is, shouldn't be lived alone. Right. And that's right. true. But one of the things I'm learning is some of the people who love me the most, who I know would do anything. Like I had you guys around at my counseling, because I know you care about me and I know, but that's not the same thing as being equipped Right. To navigate, right? So like my wife loves me. I mean, she's an incredible wife. But that does that's not the same thing as saying she's equipped to help me navigate no, all the things it, I'm feeling. Yeah. In fact, I think people that love you the most may be the least equipped to do right. surgery yeah. on you because they don't want you to hurt anymore. Yeah. That's one of the things that I think uh, has helped me is that it's like I have an embedded splinter and uh, the counselor is willing to say, uh, I'm going to have to dig for that splinter right. where my wife would go. Uh, how do I make your you feel better? Yeah, and so right, I, what I want right to say is too is I I, I want to have in mind someone listening to this podcast who has been resistant to their spouse going to counseling, you know, because I, I could see you saying, "Well, aren't I? I care about you. You can talk to me." And just saying it's not about like I said, my wife loves me very well. It's it's and she was in part of my counseling, right? So it, it's not about her loving me. It's it's that she's she's not trained. She's not you, yeah. you know. It's like. I need sometimes you need someone who who has done the hard work to develop the skills to help you navigate. Uh, yeah, and one of the things too that I found with my counselor is that that she knows uh, kind of she surprises me with what she affirms and what she doesn't affirm, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, I think uh, all of us around this table, at least I know, um, are able to play hurt. I mean, that's what. Uh, in in the sports analogy, which we go to a lot, meaning we can be feeling bad, but right. press on. Yeah, oh, yeah. we just will. We because we, we have to soldier on. There are people that we have to lead. There are things we have to do. Um, but with my counselor, it was good for her to be able to affirm. Yeah, what you are experiencing is real, right? And and you uh, have legitimate pain, legitimate hurt. Now, there's other stuff that she has. Said uh, you, you. Know, she would say that uh, criticism and, and affirmation are in the same, are uh, different sides of the same coin, the same poison. That when people affirm you, you have lapped that up, as people have said that you're great, and that ride up feels really good, but it's the same poison as the ride down. And I thought, ooh, that. <laughs> that was a great thing that uh, for her to say that was really true that I just did not expect. I don't. She always surprised me, and I love that because when uh, sometimes the the deepest truths are surprising truths to us. So yeah, I remember in my intensive that you guys were part of, there were some things that my counselor said that were really hard for me to hear and really hard for me to think about. And there were things probably I've always carried with me that I just like kept in the closet and never opened the closet. And uh, in some ways it's helpful. I don't have a relationship with him because right. I think he was willing to open the closet. Cause like, that's what I do. Right. And right. then I'm going to fly back home and <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And like, right. I'll see you in a month. Uh, yeah. And I, I think the distance is helpful. Like, you, you know, just the, the clinical nature, even if it's a biblical counselor, just the clinical nature oh, yeah. of going, 
hey, we're here to do work on you. Got no dog. And that's in what this we're fight. gonna do. Yeah, that's, right. that's right. right. Yeah. Right. Well, and how many of us, I'm just speaking at least as a wife, how much I have put on my husband to share with him things in order to try and process and right, in order right. to try and, and and then the nature of that has been I've now put more hurt or more pressure on him that right. he's not equipped to handle. See, it's funny you say that though, because I have the exact opposite dynamic where my wife is like, I, I want Please you to process. Yeah. I want you to say what you're you're feeling, and I I was incapable. Right. Probably right. still the am. Counseling helps in both ways. Yeah. Because yeah. it gives Stacy another place to put it, <laughs> or maybe we should say it gives her husband another yes, place exactly. to put it. <laughs> and it teaches you, Jimmy, how to, to articulate. Right. right. Yeah. Now, one thing that we want to make clear too is that uh, we all feel very strongly about biblical counseling. Yeah about somebody who knows Jesus, because Jesus is so much a part of the healing. There, There is not a single session that I have been in where uh, my counselor does not bring Jesus into that equation, because he is the one, he is the, the wonderful counselor and the one that actually can uh, heal the deepest parts of me. So now, I think Joe, you said uh, your wife is a licensed counselor. Yeah. She is a clinical counselor, yeah. right? So she is not under the umbrella of biblical counselor. But I just want to make clear what you're saying is, but she loves Jesus. She loves Jesus. Exactly. She loves the Bible. Right. She's not going to counsel you contrary to right. that. Right. And that's what I would say. It's, it's not that you have to go to someone whose business card says right. biblical yeah. counselor, but you do want someone who says, I'm not going to advise you in a way that's contrary to, uh, it, yeah. to Jesus. I really was shocked at how much... Uh, and in not a cheesy way at all. I've actually said that to someone else. <laughs> like how much the focus is on my relationship with the Lord and all of these kind of hurdles I've put right. in place unintentionally through that. And it's it was shocking to me, but it's been, again, so good. Well, that's, that. You know, that's one of the questions that my counselor will ask me again and again in sessions is, you know, I'll be talking about something that uh, I'm feeling or something that I'm thinking or something that I'm struggling with. And we'll talk for a while, and then I, the end, the the last question he'll ask me that usually is close to the end of the session is, okay, what does the gospel say about that, and how does Jesus speak to that? You know, whether it's like, you know, one of the sessions we were talking about my desire to be successful, and he's like, okay, well, what what does the gospel say? You know, if you fail, what does Jesus say about you? Right. Just like, and I think that is a really important element. I would agree that. Uh, you would not want to let somebody do that level of intimate work on you emotionally, spiritually, mentally, who does not share your worldview. I don't think that's yeah. A good and point. I would just say one of the things I, I feel like I I have learned from counseling. I'm trying to think of the things that like I would go back six months from now if I were trying to convince, or six months in the past if I were trying to convince myself to go to counseling. What would I say that might resonate with me, having never been? And I think one thing I would say is. It's really hard to deal with what you don't name. Mm-hmm. You, you know, and I think counseling just helps you to name something. Okay. Whether it's, I'm not in a bad mood, I'm feeling anxious. Or whether it is, hey, I know I, I usually laugh this off, but you have really hurt me. Or, hey, what I went through was abuse or trauma or naming things allows you to treat them, to deal with them. In by yourself or with other people, not knowing what's going on cripples you. It just, it just cripples you. You can't aim at what you don't understand. So, you know, one of the things I don't know if I would have thought counseling would do for me is just enable me 
to name what's going on in my heart, what's going on in my head, what's gone on in my past, what's going on going on in my present, which has then empowered me. Even if I'm asking, like, I don't know what to do about that, right? Like, there's even a power in that of going, yeah, I feel anxious. I don't know what to do about that. Well, great. That someone can help you with that, right? Versus just saying, I feel bad and not knowing what you even mean when you say that. And it's going to be really hard for you to overcome that or deal with that if you can't name it. I articulate, oh, I articulated that a, a slightly differently for myself and thinking that I have understood now ways that I need to be honest with myself about that I didn't even know existed before, you know? And so I think that's something that has been pulled out of me is realizing there's things I've just not even known uh, to be honest with myself about whether that I'm feeling or how I experience something or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. And I like uh, really what it's done uh, in our relationship together, all four of us, just because there is an, there is an honesty and there is, and I think all of us are growing, uh, in a deeper way in our relationship with Jesus uh, than we were before counseling. So I guess that's what I would encourage you to do, that sometimes uh, it's extremely helpful to have someone who can um, help you see what you don't see and then point you in the direction that you need to go. You've been listening to Church Unplugged, the podcast of Christ Community Chapel. In each episode, we're going to look at topics and questions that are related to our faith in Jesus and to the way that it plays out in everyday life. We want your feedback. We want your suggestions. If you've got ideas or questions that you'd like to hear answered on the show, you can email us at churchunplugged at ccchapel.com. We would love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.